0: Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to com slash athlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about whether or not you can specialize in two different things. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. We are here up in Boston, Champion P-Team Performance, answering your questions. If you have anything you want to ask us, please head to MikeReynolds.com, click on that podcast link, and we will get to as many as we can. We love answering your questions. So what do we get today? I forgot to do introductions last week because uh, Kevin, just got me so excited, and then Kevin's uh, Chromebook got me even more excited. Um, but uh, we're good. So Kevin's still using the same Chromebook this week. But we got Kevin Coughlin, Dave Tilly, Lisa Russell, Dan Pope, Lenny McCrina, Dewesh Podell, Mike Scaduto, all here answering your amazing questions. Len, who do we have for students today?
1: I do
2: want to just comment that the, is the Chromebook a black and white Chromebook? <coughs> like there's no color.
0: <laughs> That's a one megapixel
2: uh i i know what i'm getting you for christmas yeah anyway Uh,
0: (laughs) i'll let i'll let the audience guess by the way you can throw this on twitter which one of this group's text messages are green
2: (laughs) i'll let you guess which one
0: it may be but yeah no anyway all right who do we got
2: Len? right right we have uh we have three uh lovely bald-ish students That are with us uh, this week again. Uh, We have Chris Fonzie Alfonso from Boston University. Hey, Hey. Fonzie. Ben Fisher from the University of Kentucky. And we have Zach Leal from NYU.
0: Damn. Who's up this week? Chris, is this your turn? (laughs)
2: Love
0: it. Let me see it, Chris. What do you got? so alexis
3: from ohio asks can you specialize in two different fields like for example i want to do sports physical therapy but i'm also interested in neonatal physical therapy would i
0: be able to do both and how awesome love that question alexis you know what i really liked about the question was just like how dramatically different the two were i think that's I know, what right <laughs> like like drew me to that which i thought was really cool um Trust me, Alexis, I get it. Like I I have this internal like conversation myself all the time that, you know, we're using all of our brain and all our resources and all these things to like help like rich people throw balls hard. You know what I mean? It's like a really weird thing that we're using all our brain power for instead of like trying to like, you know, you know, create a better you know world for humanity. But anyway, like I totally, I totally get what you're thinking. So, all right, who wants to start this one off? What do we think with Alexis having two different specialties and, and, and two completely different specialties? Do you think she can pull it off? Who wants to start? Lisa, what do you got?
4: I mean, I've semi done this. So um, it was funny, actually, I, my mom dumped a bunch of papers from her house on me recently. And one of them was my like job application materials from when I was like right out of school and my like mission statement or whatever at the top of my resume was like, I am a new grad PT and I'm interested in sports performance and pediatrics (laughs) and essentially just depended on which job I got first of where I started. Um, But I don't know. I mean, to me, I... I feel like you can do both. It's just a matter of like how quickly you want to become really good at something. Cause you can't become as good at either of them as quickly as you would if you picked one. Um, and so it's just a matter of like, are you willing to have the patience to kind of like gradually get better at both? Or do you want to like really concentrate on one thing and get really good, really fast? Um, Cause you can't do, you can't specialize in multiple things and be really good at them, you know, within a couple of years of, you know, within even like your first five years of working, um, yeah. you know, without kind of picking a little bit more between the two and even just like, I mean, what that means you're going to be balancing like two part time jobs, you know, and, right right. Away. Um, yeah. Cause you
0: got to get some experience with those specialties too. It's not just, okay. you know, brain power. It's a little bit yeah. of that. That, may, that but, makes sense.
4: I mean, that's where per diem work or whatever to like keep your feet in both doors. If you don't know where you want to end up ultimately, like, you know, get you exposure. So then maybe you figure out which one gives you, makes you happier.
0: Right. That, that's a good point. And, and a good reason to maybe dip your toe in multiple specialties initially is you got to figure out which one that maybe you drive with a little bit more that you're a little bit more passionate right. about. Um, and I bet you that will happen, and I bet you something will push you over the ledge uh, t- towards one of those, Alexis, and then you'll have one specialty, which will be a little easier. But um, what else? I mean, a lot of us have like multiple specialties, but I think they're super related, right? Like, like Dave does yeah. sports physical therapy, and but he's a specialist in gymnast. I mean, to me, those are complementary. You know what I mean, right? Um, I don't know. Anybody else have any thoughts for Alexis? What's up, Dave?
3: I worked in a a place in my clinical that uh, my CI had a split between inpatient and outpatient because the hospital had both. She would do like three days per week of inpatient care and she'd rotate through whatever the floors were. And then Tuesday, Thursday, she would just do straight up outpatient PT that was like connected to the hospital because obviously people were like, you know, moved down from the floor and had to go like rehab on their way out. But also people just walked in the door and just like did normal low back pain. So like, I feel like some places maybe in more of like a hospital network might allow you to do split your time between both if you can find a place like that.
0: Yeah. That's a good point too, especially like neonatal. I mean, she might, you know, if she's a hospital based, that might be, that might be a good way to do it. I like it. What do you think, Dan?
3: I'm going to come out here and just be negative. Um, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, all good points. I think you certainly can specialize in multiple things. I've definitely tried to do this over the course of time and over the time, you know, I've also funneled down into one specialty for the most part, but I still kind of dabble in a bunch of different things. And what I will say is that um, you can't be the best at everything, And the more different topics you try to juggle, the worse I think you get at every other topic. So just really keep that in mind. And one of the things that I've really changed over the course of time, I actually didn't really want to do that because I love learning a broad range of stuff. is I've really zoned in because that makes me a little bit better and it helps my patients more. So, yeah, you certainly can. But just keep in mind that, you know, there's pros and cons of each of those. So,
0: yeah. What's up, Lisa.
4: Yeah, I mean, just to that point, like because I have dabbled across a couple more things throughout my career. Like considering how many years I've been a PT, I am. I feel like I'm in catch-up mode, you know, because I haven't. I I didn't find my way to sort of what I was most passionate about until a little bit later on, and now it's like, you know, to to be where I want to be, it's like catch-up mode rather than having kind of ended up there in the beginning. But not that you can't do it, right? Eventually, but from, from what Dan says, like it, it just, you, you don't end up as good as peers might be who've like kind of focused in on one thing as quickly.
0: Lisa, correct me if I'm wrong though. Isn't it like liberating now though, that you've narrowed down and you can focus yeah, on one thing. Yeah,
4: and it, It's like way more fun to be learning everything that I want to, because I want to, and to be like helping the athletes and the people that I want to. And it's not that all of my other prior experiences don't help me generally be better at things like my experience in pediatrics gave me incredible fundamentals for understanding movement. Like you, you don't, you don't get much better understanding of movement than like literally teaching a kid how to like go (laughs) from their developmental stages. Right. So it's not that it doesn't apply, but it's, it's the, you know, there's so many more things to learn always. And that's excellent. And it's just hard to be as I mean like the amount of knowledge Dan has for like his very specific things like blows my mind every time he talks so it's you know it's like to be able to get to that point and have spread yourself out so thin over a couple of things for a lot of years like you you just can't get there as quickly, so
0: yeah, it makes
1: sense, what do you think, Mike? yeah, I would say uh for more specific for alexis uh I think p t school prepares you to be a very broad based clinician and then people tend to specialize. As they get out into the field, I think from a patient perspective, um, patients will seek you out because of your expertise, uh, not necessarily because of your specialty. And I think that's a that's a distinction in my mind. You can specialize in something and not necessarily have expertise in that matter. Um, So from a patient perspective, it may be difficult, um, especially in something like neonatal physical therapy where the stakes could be potentially a little bit higher. Um, I think patients will seek out uh experts in that field and i think if you're trying to dabble in both fields i think maybe you're leaving a little bit of expertise on the table um and you may not be giving the patient the best experience i I definitely think you could provide value um, to the person you could probably do a good job but i think you really want to uh, grow your career and become an expert in the field and have patients seek you out for your services i think it's gonna be really difficult to juggle those those two uh, fields
0: yeah, love it. Dan, what do you think?
3: I was gonna double down on that. Patients love it when they're in front of someone that really understands what they love, you know, you're talking the same language and you know the same people and you're in the same network. That's just phenomenal for therapeutic alliance, whatever you want to call it. Patients do love that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. There's and there's a it's it's a quicker, easier bond, right? Like you can tell when the person in front of you is excited. To talk to you about something you can tell yeah what's up to us
2: Lisa at least you always say at least you may know this but is neonatal physical therapy like in a hospital where you're yeah. just kind of restricted yeah. to um, an order from a doctor and you are just on a floor and you go like it's not like you are in uh, a community and no. people seek you out and right. get, you get specialized and people are finding you in a and it be cash based and you really treat yeah. your niche like we've kind of done. So you're in a hospital getting orders from physicians. Yeah. It's, I
4: mean, it's order. totally, that's where it's totally different. It's most, it's more like yeah. just an impatient acute, but you're working with kids.
2: <clears throat> right. Right. yeah, yeah Like, like you yeah, almost.
4: And it's super, it's super, super, super important. Right. But like, oh,
2: definitely yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Not
4: important, but yeah, I mean, it's true. It's, and that's where, you know, from what I kind of said in the beginning of like, I don't know, maybe you have a per diem job of one and a full-time job of another, so right. you can at least experience right. both and see which one you're actually passionate about, because a passionate right. new physical therapist is like, oh my God, is that important, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But maybe that schedule or, you know, the restrictions that, like, hospital-based stuff put on you, or, like, whatever, like, maybe you just don't right. drive with that, and then you want to be more in those performance ends where it's a little bit, you know, more open, but, like, me, you know meeting those like a PT who thrives in a hospital setting like that's that's a really important person so you know that's yeah. if, if you're really starting out and trying to find your spot like you know a, a per diem weekend job where you do one instead of the other like yeah at least you can figure it out for yourself but yeah no.
2: that's what I was trying to say you you said it I was trying to say that about just being restricted by red tape of hospitals and all that stuff um yeah. could could be a point of negative, but I definitely a neonatal PT is critical, and parents need to feel that bond with somebody who thinks who yeah. is an expert. Yeah,
0: what do you think, toash
2: Yeah, no, I, I really like what um, Mike Scanduto
5: said about the, the expertise in a certain area, right? And, and I think you see this in strength conditioning quite a bit. Like you'll have those strength coaches that are going to be strength coaches, and let's say like nutrition coaches. Uh, well, you can be a pretty good nutrition coach I'm sure as a strength and conditioning coach but if you're kind of dividing up your time and your level of gaining more expertise then you're probably going to be doing a little bit less of a good job as a strength coach right it's not to say that you can't be pretty good at both but like for me like I'd rather really double down on the strength and conditioning stuff that I'm learning get better at that have my nutrition background so I can help someone that needs a little bit of guidance right because that's always something that's going to be a little bit helpful for the people that's in front of me But if someone needs a ton of help and they need true nutrition guidance, I'd rather have someone who's a true expert in sports nutrition and refer out to that, right? Because one that takes less of my time and it it doesn't really play to my strengths and my expertise as well as someone who's a true, true expert in the field. So I think it is important to kind of distinguish. And I think Mike said it perfectly, just distinguish between specializing and having expertise in the in the matter.
0: (laughs) I I think that's great. And I think the only thing I would add just to like, kind of wrap it up was that like Alexis, like it's, it's cool. You're thinking this and, and it's, you know, as I, I think like Lisa kind of mentioned, like you're probably figuring it out, right? Because you're going to realize it's going to take a little bit longer to get as, as going as you want. But I will say this, like to kind of harp on this last thing, it is liberating and it is super awesome. To be able to focus on one thing that you're really, really passionate about, um, it's awesome for you, right? And you're going to see how much more fun you're going to have when you can put all your mental energy towards one thing. Right. And most people that I see that are successful in this field are people that they're, they're thinking, living, breathing, like everything on this, this like one kind of thing all the time. And that's what makes them special. That's what makes them unique and and probably better at that. So that's the only thing I would say is that the more specialties you have, the more you have in your head. Right. And, and, and sometimes it's hard to juggle some of that. It's pretty liberating for your quality of life to, you know, focus on one thing. So kind of keep that in mind as well. So awesome. All right. Great question, Alexis. I love career advice, stuff like that. That was awesome. Um, uh, Every time I say your name, I hear buzzes throughout my house that my Amazon echoes are turning on, but sorry. Uh, But uh, thank you for your question. If you have questions like that, head to micronic.com and click on that podcast link. Be sure to go to iTunes, Spotify, rate, review us, and we'll see you on the next episode.